Blog Talk Radio. When friends 
Thursday afternoon. Hope you're having a great day. I'm glad you're, you're here at Journey into Light on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, our guest now we're going to be bringing it in is Rosalind Kotcher, and you can reach her at her websites. Now, they're listed right here on the show page. I've linked them all up, so just go to the show page, Journey into the Light on Blog Talk Radio. Hope you're following us. If not, go ahead and do. Um, and the links are right here on the show page. Um, how you can contact Rosalind, uh, website, Facebook, Instagram, all right there, link them up. And um, so each week, uh, Rosalind comes on and gives a great topic, things that we can use in our day-to-day lives to make our lives better. So I think it's always great to open up an ear and and uh, have uh, sit back and listen. Um, and there are, um, I believe, eight or nine past shows um, in the uh, demand section, you can listen to previous shows of Rosalind Cotter, and they're all very worthy to listen to. So let's bring Rosalind on for another show. Welcome back. Hello, Michael. It's nice to hear you again. Well, it's great to have you here. You always give right, you know, great, great information to uh, live our lives and improve our lives and things. Sometimes we just don't think about. So you're always Thank on you point. For- I just do the talking, and you do the actions. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're all good in yeah. certain things, right? <laughs> okay, but I can do only the talking in this format anyway. So <laughs> I can't believe it's our eight or nine show. I really can't believe it. Uh, it went so quickly. Yeah, it has. So yeah. mm-hmm. let me remind you, of the conclusions of the two past shows because they are really linked with what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about relationships because the core of our life, the core of our personality is relationship. If we just shut down and we don't communicate with everybody, with anybody, I mean, so we barely exist, we exist only for ourselves. So we are shrinking somehow and we cannot grow. Growth is about having relationships, give and take and uh, learn from others and also share whatever you have learned. That's why in fact I'm doing these radio shows. I'm trying to share the little wisdom I have learned in uh, my past 70 years now. So, very previous show was about communicating. And let me remind you that the most important thing to remember was it's not 
so important what you say. What's important is how you say it. So the words we focus on and we spend all our time to prepare the right words. In fact, what's important is to have a good attitude and the tone of voice. These two things I really measure in any communication, so in any relationships. And the previous radio show was about negotiation. And the most important thing to remember is that never attack the person. You need to focus on the problem and make it so that you are both trying to solve a problem. So you are not any longer enemies. You are partners to solve a problem and to get a win-win solution. So you will build a long-term relationship and you will be in peace, which is a contrary of what happens when there is a win-lose. You will feel guilty, you will feel frustrated, and you can say goodbye to your uh, relationship. So these two things being said, if you know very well how to communicate and you listen and you give it back and you don't react, you respond, you're already good in your relationships. And if you know how to negotiate when you don't agree and you have a conflict of interest, you are also already, you have a good background to have good relationships. But now, I would like to be more specific about the emotions that are involved in any relationship. Of course, the more you have intimacy with a person and the more is at stake and the more intense is the emotion. So it's very, it's more difficult to be in control of what you are going to say and how you react to your spouse or your kid than to the guy in the grocery or at the gas station because you don't care and you will never see them again. But still, if you have always the same attitude, which I just described before, it will make your life easy all day long, if I may say. Because, of course, all people are not angels, and you may have reasons to be angry, to shut down, etc. But if you know how to step back and manage the situation, first of all, you will not be hurt, which is very important. And second, you will get out of this situation in a peaceful manner. Okay. So I want to use the experience I have with my clients. And uh, everyone could be a client. I could be a client to someone else, you know. Because all of us, we have our limits and we have things to learn. So the first thing I can think of, I have a client, he came to see me because he said, when I am in a meeting, I don't speak. So professionally, it harms him. And when I am even in a bar with other friends, I don't speak either. So why? you don't speak because they said it before me or what they are saying is interesting enough 
or what I'm going to say. Maybe they will say it later, or maybe it's not so important. So when someone withdraws in a group, whether it is professionally or personally, generally it's because they don't have a good image of themselves and they are afraid of not being good enough. So if they say or do something, it won't be okay. So they prefer to do nothing. So, of course, this is something you need to understand, clarify, and move on with this fear. Now, the other fear is if you want to be in a group, there is also in groups, there is such a... When you start a group, people are very cautious about who will talk first, you know, and they come in one after the other, and then after only when they regain trust in each other, then they become more open and uh, communication flows better. So this is the feeling, the fear of being rejected. And the fear of being rejected is always stronger in a group, you know? If you think you are the outsider of a group, of course you will be even more cautious to enter the group and have relationships with a member of the group because you are afraid to be rejected as a stranger, as an outsider. And also, in more intimate relationships, there is a fear of being hurt. There is a fear of being vulnerable. So this is you know, the Don Juan behavior. So you are going to date three or four people at the same time because you want to keep control. You don't want to be too involved and you don't want to get hurt. And this fear is more important when it already happened to you. So you experience someone who hurt you and you think everybody is going to hurt you. So, of course, this is another experience you need to process and clear up so that you can open up to new relationships. Now, there are very deep fears that come from, generally they come from uh, childhood. You see, there is a, a client who said she was very much afraid of being abandoned. And she was telling the story when she was five years old and her father walked away. He walked away from her mom, of course, like in any separation. But she felt that she was abandoned. And whenever there is a separation, that's what happened to kids. They feel guilty. They feel uh, abandoned. They feel unworthy. Etc. So in every separation or every divorce, it's so important to talk to the children and explain, uh, as we see now more and more in every movie, honey, we both love you, it has nothing to do with you, etc., etc., which is a cliche, but it is so important to do it. Uh, there are still two other more fears I would like to talk about, the fear of betrayal. 
is he or is she going to cheat on me? Is he or is she going to choose someone else? Is he going to prefer not to be with me? And is he going not to treat me right? So these things happen. We know that. And it happens in the personal world. It happens in the professional world. It's most unfortunate that we cannot be guided by any fear of all these I am listing. It's just a glimpse to what blockage may happen in any relationship. So if you have your checklist and you don't know what's going on, you just see, what am I feeling right now? What's going on with me? So it's better to do it on your own or get some help than lose your relationship. And the last fear I want to talk about is the fear of losing control or of someone else controlling you. This happens a lot, a lot with couples. So sometimes the person wants to show her partner how much she cares. So she is following every step he's doing and commenting and suggesting, like we do with kids, which even kids don't really appreciate. You know, it makes me think of that song, you know, every brief you take, every step you make, I'll be watching you. So this fear of being controlled or of losing control sometimes creates a situation where you anticipate being controlled and you become aggressive because you think maybe you will be threatened. So let's put aside now all these negative uh, emotions that can ruin a relationship you would care for or just your daily life or routine. And let's get now to how to improve your relationships if they are very good. Anyway, we can always improve. So when people remain friends or remain in a relationship, generally it's because they trust each other. And if you want to trust someone, the first thing you need to do is trust yourself. Because generally, if you think you cannot do this and this and this, you are scared that the other one cannot do this and this and this. So you need to build trust in yourself and in the other person. So that when there is a misunderstanding, you can always clear it up peacefully and in respect. Uh, the second thing is what I just said is respect. The people who stay together are the people who are careful of being always respectful of the other person. This is really trust and respect are two major keys to have a long-term relationship and to feel good with each other. The third major uh, key is to be honest. 
You know, sometimes when you are with someone, oh, sorry, I don't want to bother you with my issues. So I'm sorry I talked about this. I don't want to disturb you. But if you want a relationship where you only say what is good, that you feel good, that everything is good, it cannot be a true relationship. You need to be able to share everything you feel, even if you don't treat the other one as your uh, trash basket, you know? Like, you still need to have a minimum understanding of what's going on, uh, maybe sparing the other person all the details and the drama, but you need to say, that's how I feel now, and maybe if we could change this or that, it would make me feel better and we would be both together in a better situation. So, now, there are uh, also three things I would like to talk about. You know, now when you listen to songs about love, I don't know if you know this song of Dolly Parton. She says, you are. And this song is so beautiful. It's a declaration of love. And this song explains all the time she repeats, I love you just the way you are. Of course, if you keep wanting to change a person and change this and this and this and this so that she fits in your ideal profile, it, it, cannot, uh, it cannot really work because the other person will feel that you are trying to control her and she will feel threatened and she will move away. Second thing is forgiveness. There is no such thing as a perfect relationship. There is no such thing. Even Tony Robbins cannot say that all these relationships are perfect because we are human. Sometimes we are tired, we are irritated, and even if it is our kid and we love him so much, we don't listen or we just say later, you know, uh, we hang up on the phone too quickly. Uh, we say, not now. There are so many different situations where we are not perfect, you know. We don't give the response that is expected. And we need to learn how to forgive these little things that bothered us with this person. Yes, but he didn't come with me when I... Yes, but he didn't offer me, blah, blah, blah. You know, if you keep, uh, you know, a list of all these small moments where you were, let's say, frustrated and it was not perfect, and every time you have a moment where you are arguing, you are going to make the whole list since you met, of course, this becomes an impossible situation. So you need not only to forgive, but also to forget, erase it. And uh, maybe keeps people together professionally or personally is that they have a vision. They share the same values and they understand they are aiming to the same goal. 
if you are doing something that is really essential to you and it is also essential to the people who are with you, this is a really wonderful basis to grow in a relationship, to understand each other and to remain with each other. Now, the last thing I would like to say, and this I want to say it mostly for parents, because parents are not at the same level of understanding, of growth as their kids. This is an obvious thing. I, I don't need to say that. Your kid doesn't see the things the way you see them, of course. Hopefully, you have a perspective, you, you can step back, and your kid is emotionally totally involved in the moment. So what happens, if your kid is angry, or if he's, he's doing something totally irrational, and you start quarreling with him and answering the content of what he's saying, you are at the same level as him and you cannot get out of this situation. Parenting is learning how to, in French we say, meta-communicate. I'm sorry I didn't check it up, but you can Google it. Meta-communication, what does it mean? It means you are communicating about the relation and not the content of what is said. Let me give an example. I had a, a client who told me, I don't understand what's going on with my friend. Everything I say, she's criticizing, she's shutting down all the evening. That was the story. So I got fed up and I left. But when I heard him more, what happened is the day before, she wanted to talk to him and he told her, no, I'm busy. And that's it. And they never talked about this situation after that. So, of course, she had all this frustration and resentment. And instead of talking about the situation, she was just, you know, nagging him or uh, having him, you know, understand that she was not happy. But, of course, she didn't say what she was not happy. So metacognicate would be, honey, I feel you are so mad at me this evening. What is going on? What can I do to help you feel better now? What's going on? So if you cannot pause in the relationship and ask questions to understand what's happening, and if you just answer what's the person is saying, you are doomed. It will only escalate. So stepping back and trying to understand what's going on, especially if the person is yelling at you, which is not something very pleasant, of course, that's how you can calm down the situation, clarify it, and solve the problem. So again, Michael, I talk, talk, talk. I hope... uh, a few things could be helpful. That's what I gathered from my friends, from uh, my clients. 
So I tried to make a checklist how to be feel good in a relationship and make the other people feel good. There is probably a very lot more to say, but uh, that's it for today, uh, Michael. Are you here? I am here and I am listening, and that was a great talk. I loved it. There's so many things that we all can use, so that's what's so great at what you do. You cover so many areas, it's not just for one person or or one generation. It's, it's for all of us. We all can pick up things, so I love it. So uh, your website is listed on the show page, and, and I know we got to wrap, but thank you so much, uh, Rosalind. I think next week is the last show unless – we we do some more shows. Let me yeah. know, but um, uh, we'll okay. let you go. And thank you so much. We'll see you back next Thursday. Thank you, Michael, for being such a good host and listener. Have oh, a great week, you. too. Bye. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this show. And thanks for listening uh, to another great show of Rosalind Cotter.